0: This episode of the Happy
1: Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Doom Broski's Games and Comics. Your new home in Winter Haven for games and comics.
0: Let me tell you, Deuce, this is the place to be for all your games and comic needs. Board games, comics, trading card games, Warhammer 40K, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and so much more.
1: Also, it's your new home for Friday Night Magic and the D&D Adventures League... And the Transformers trading card game—you don't want to miss it. Check them out—they're on Cypress Gardens Boulevard, in the same strip mall as Hurricane Wings. You don't want to miss them. Check them out—it's Doom Brosky's Games and Comics. Don't forget the stuff. happy hour with Johnny
0: and Deuces.
1: Hello, internet, yeah, we back in the fest Don't make it had a long day, but let us interject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer Gotta pay a few bills. yeah, we're all clear And it's loose on the loose, you know, the tag team champion. we get the biggest pop When we hit the ramp, the outlaws of the new age And we still got love for the retro waves. you know Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems, your Dreamcast and Reminisce, so pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Duke, yeah.
0: Hello! internets my name is Johnny Womack of course with me as always my co-captain deuce what is going on brother hey man we are the happy hour with Johnny and deuce a weekly podcast talking about all kinds of things pop culture in general but we're also known for our deuce salute check it yes, out sir Ah, the Natter Days are it's
1: crisp Natter today. It's Natter Days
0: every day
2: here at, at the, the Happy summer Hour. It is the summer of Natter Day it here is. at the
1: Happy Hour, and we are loving every minute of it. Uh, speaking of things we love, we love games and we love comics. Don't forget to check out our good friends Doom Broski's Comics and Games. If you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Happy Podcast Show, go look for our new ad. It, you can see it. It's a little picture. It's got a beer mug on it, and it will get you 10% off your purchase. Yep. You can print it out you can bring it in your phone and mm-hmm. show it to ryan either way it'll work but show him the ad tell him the happy hour johnny Deuce sent you and you will get 10 percent off your purchase yep. so go check it out and things i've been checking out lately like a mofo i have got roku on my tv now so i can watch youtube yep. on my big screen tv yep I have been deep diving and gone into this YouTube wormhole. (laughs) Yes, and I have found one of the most amazing people on Facebook, and he does all these amazing things to show you all the new attractions and all the new rides that are coming. And I'm very honored and proud to have him on my show, ladies and gentlemen. It is Big Fat Panda himself.
2: Yes. I was excited to find out who this guy was you were just talking about. Uh, <laughs> i it, it's me.
1: Yeah. No, man. I've really been digging your stuff because you do me a huge favor. Like, there's a lot of rides I cannot ride. And since you do the POV ride videos and stuff, that helps me out a lot.
2: Then, wait, wait. Why can't you ride
1: them? Uh, I can't do roller coasters. I can do simulation rides, but roller coasters, and me do not mix.
2: Okay. I get that problem with Universal sometimes with the fit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. With Disney, I can fit on everything. Universal's a little tough with the uh, sizing.
1: Yeah. Huh. Well, I didn't even know that because that that actually brings up a really good point. I didn't think about the sizing for the seats. Yeah. Um, how did you do with the new uh, the new ride over at Universal, the Hagrid's ride?
2: That's a really good question. So here's the thing: <laughs> I'm really good in the seat. Okay. Fitting in the seat isn't the issue. It's the Flat restraint. Oh, with yeah. Universal, it's got to hit a certain light. So even though it comes on me, and I feel like I mean I'm in secure i ain't yeah. going anywhere yeah it's uh, the light it won't turn green so i i'm 30 pounds away from riding that thing oh
1: man that's
2: i went through most of it and i've seen people that went. i looks a pretty amazing actually how, it's, it's a good motivator to eat less let me tell
1: you <laughs> well how how was the ride queue and everything because i know you were at the big party i think it was last night if i remember correctly
2: it was a it, let me tell you the queue was amazing yeah Uh, You go through the caves and you go through stuff with Hagrid. And as I'm in the queue, Warwick Davis is one foot away from me on his segue. Yeah. And they were talking to him like a fan. So it wasn't like some fans where they do their job and go Warwick Davis was really a fan, I think, of the whole Potter world. And he he wanted details pointed out to him. And he had a crew with him pointing out stuff to him. And I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Well, that's awesome. It's really cool where you see people that work on these massive properties like that and to right. see that they're fans themselves. You know, like, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. You could tell who's who's phoning it in and who's uh, not. Yeah. 100%. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. My, speaking of Universal, uh, my wife and I and our kids, we just got annual passes to Universal and Allen's Adventure. So, uh, my kids, we went and did the whole Harry Potter experience, getting their wands and all that stuff. They loved it. So, uh,
2: that's great. Yeah. How, how old are they? Are they going to like, like this coaster? And, six nine and, nine and nine nine so. Okay. They should. You know, they're talking about this coaster as a family coaster, yeah. but everyone that came off of it talked about how intense it was and how they may or may not bring their kids on it. Ah. There's a 17-foot free-fall drop. Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. <laughs> right. You go in. So if most of it's outside. There's a part where you go in the building, and the coaster drops 17 feet to another track. So, just make sure the kids are aware that, you know, some exciting things can happen so they don't freak out.
1: And also, that just meant that Deuce cannot ride. <laughs> so, I couldn't do a coaster anyway, but if there's that kind of drop, forget it. Like, no way. <laughs>
2: 17 feet is not crazy, but it's enough that... I don't know, free fall, 17 feet, ah. I don't
1: like the free fall at all. Like, any time where I'm just free falling, like, I do not like it, and it's probably going to wreck the rest of my day. So I'm just, like, skip it, just don't even – because that's the thing. When I go to these parks, and that's a big reason I don't do the roller coasters, like – I just, you know, I don't want to go on a ride and then it mess up the rest of my experience for the rest of the day. Oh, that makes sense. So I'm just like, it's not even worth it. And unless it's something crazy where it's like, I really, really like the property, I might take the risk. Like, if it was like a Star Wars coaster, I might be like, all right, screw it. I'm going to ride it one time because I love Star Wars and then, you know, I'll just deal with it. Yeah.
2: I am going to tell you the Rise of the Resistance ride. Yeah. You're going to have to make a small exception for that. I think that ride's going to be the end-all epic dark ride of Star Wars.
1: Yes. Oh, wow. But
2: there is a small drop in there, small.
1: Yeah. Well, I figured there would be because with Star Wars, that makes sense. Like, you know, like either you're on a ship or something like – and I kind of had a feeling that that's going to happen, but that's one of those things where – it's Star Wars Like I'll, I'll go And thank God It's at Hollywood Studios So I can have me A few do salutes And yes. get up the liquid courage And then get on there And do it Absolutely so, Yeah that, Did I ever, This is a very side story Did I ever tell you this story About when we went to see Transformers for the first time And how my girlfriend Had to get me drunk To get me on the ride No Yeah so like We went to get in line For the ride And there was like no wait and, and like I froze up Because she knows I have anxiety problems And she was like You're having a panic attack, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, all right, we're going to go to Finnegan's. So we went to Finnegan's. We had a couple shots. We had a couple drinks. And then we came back, and it was like a 45-minute wait. And she looked at me, and she's like, you better be glad I love you. Cause she was <laughs> like, We could have just walked on this thing thirty minutes ago if you had, you know, sacked up. Right. But I was just I like do, no. I did you do
2: on Transformers.
1: I did great. The simulator rides, I do great. And the reason is I know in my mind I'm only two feet off the ground. So it's like if for some reason I had to jump out the cart or like something bad happened the worst case scenario is I'm gonna twist my ankle on a roller okay, coaster dude. I can see how high I am off the ground and I'm like I ain't limping away from that well, so you know yeah. let,
0: let me tell you I I Brandy's my wife's cousin came down to visit and we all took her to uh, Universal and I'd never ridden the the rip ride rocket ride uh, okay but, that is a roller coaster by all the definitions. Yeah. Uh, it is intense. intense. I think it's like 60 miles an hour. I don't know how fast it is, but it's really fast. But there's a lot of drops, and yeah. there's even a corkscrew, upside-down corkscrew thing going on. But it is very intense. You feel G-forces. Yeah, It's crazy. So that's definitely not one you're going to go on. No. no. Hell no. no. And there's no <laughs> reason there's for me to. There's yeah. people stuck
2: on that one for three hours yeah. at the
0: top, yeah, and that's what I'm scared of. Yeah. No, there's
1: no way in hell I'm getting on
0: that Yeah, thing. it's really yeah. intense, actually. And I've ridden many of roller coasters in my time. And yeah. uh, that one, that, that's probably, I actually think I I prefer it more than the Hulk. The Hulk is pretty fast, but the Hulk doesn't have, I don't know, there's something about Rib Ride Rocket that makes you feel unsettled. I don't know. It's, it's different. Yeah, I agree. Yep, yeah, so but anyways, uh Deuce, just so you know, Deuce and I have known each other twenty one years. Uh we have known we knew each other since ninth grade. Uh, yep. and uh we been friends ever since. Can you just take like five break? The, del- the food delivery stuck in the security line, the queue, the you can You can I'll take, go. Yeah. yeah. So let me just say this real quick. Yeah, so uh, so we knew each other for 21 years, and we we've been best friends ever since. But we always had these conversations over the phone and everything like that. And it's like one day we're like, "Hey, you know, we're literally talking on the phone for three hours about comics and movies. We're like, let's record it." And that's kind of how the birth of the Happy Hour with Johnny and started. So I'll be right back.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: it brings some food back. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, I'll tell you what. They have been really getting down on the DoorDash thing. I don't know if you do that at all, but I guess they signed up and they got a free month of DoorDash. So, I mean, you have to pay for the food, but you're not paying for the delivery fee. No, so- wait, what's DoorDash? Tell me. Oh, so DoorDash, basically, it's like Uber Eats are basically oh, okay. you order the food and then they bring it to you. But because DoorDash is kind of like trying to, it's new to the game and they're really new here to Polk County. Like they're doing like a free month. So, for like, if you sign up and create an account for the first month, you're not having to pay a delivery fee. So, they've been like doing that like crazy. Um, and speaking of like crazy The one question I wanted to ask you Because I've got to save the Star Wars stuff for Johnny Because uh, if he if he could turn the camera around And see our studio is filled with Star Wars stuff He is <laughs> the biggest Literally this interview was probably 100 times more for him than me Because <laughs> he is the biggest Star Wars nerd on the planet Like he loves Star Wars Like he eats, breathes, sleeps Star Wars I mean I'm looking at a standee of Carrie Fisher in the Princess Leia outfit right now uh, And all the different outfits action figures and posters he's got framed and stuff so cool. he he loves it and he and he's my brother and i love him to death so i was like i've got to get you this guy because he got to see all the star wars stuff because he is hyped about star wars but let he's, me, gonna, he's gonna
2: he's gonna go nuts over the land i
1: really think he is i'm very very excited but let me ask you one quick question before he comes back besides star wars and you got to see the new harry potter coaster what is coming up in the future of theme park attractions that has you hyped
2: Oh, okay. Epcot's going to undergo a big renovation renaissance. Yes. They're going to start changing and adding yes. things to Epcot. I am excited about the Ratatouille ride in France just because it's trackless. There's nothing scary about it. Right. It's pretty imaginative. Yeah. And I'm not going to Paris to ride it, but I can right. watch a video and see how cool it is. I want to know what's going to go on with the Imagination Pavilion because I don't like it right now. It needs life. Yes. Uh, so hoping that Dreamfinder comes back or maybe an Inside Out ride, the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster at Epcot. Oh, yes. There's a lot that we don't know about also. Like there's going to be rides that we just don't know about yet. And that's, that's exciting me as to what is going to happen to Epcot. It really needs some help right
1: well- I'm also really excited because I feel like guardians of the galaxy is like the first baby step to getting us to maybe Marvel stuff in the parks. I feel like that's like baby step one. Now I understand. I mean, I know because we've talked about it on this show and everybody knows the deal with universal and all the things there. So, I mean, I know there are some problematic problems to having Marvel at, that particular disney park but i feel like Uh, this is a baby step that might lead to more marvel in the parks
2: i think also i'm hoping with the acquisition of uh what is it fox to disney that maybe there's some deal that can be made with Universal. Hey, you want to keep The Simpsons? We'll give this to you, and you give this back to us. Right. So hopefully we can get – I'm sure there's some negotiations going on that will give us more Marvel stuff. Because California is moving forward with some Marvel stuff, but I want it out here.
1: No, I want it out here as well because, A, I don't want to fly to California, but I have have heard the rumors, and you might have heard the rumors, too, that they are trying to go all in over at Disneyland with Marvel. And I know they've already got the Guardians, basically the revamp of the Tower of Terror, where it is the Guardians' breakout. Um, but also saying – because there's little hints around the park that they are going to put like Avengers stuff and more Marvel stuff at that location.
2: Yeah. That location. I mean the truth is they could do a 15 park, just Marvel, and never run out of ideas. No. Just- No, not at
1: all. And, I mean, you've got so many characters and so many things to do. Like, it blew my mind. I watched a video just the other day because, like I said, I've got YouTube on my TV now and I've been rabbit-holing at home where they've got the Ant-Man and the Wasp attraction. I think it's in Tokyo or Japan. And I'm like, wow, that that is a deep dive.
2: Yeah, I think so. And then they're also – you were asking what else I was excited about was it's not Marvel, but the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway here – in the movie ride you know where the chinese theater right in the studios i'm kind of excited to see what they're gonna t- i really don't even know too much what to expect
1: so basically and, and because this is actually news to me so they uh, i know the great movie ride is going away which i, I hate just because i really loved it i especially love the aliens part of it that as a kid scared me to death um But uh, I'm interested to see what they're going to do. So you're saying it's going to be a Mickey and Minnie ride, basically?
2: Yeah, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So it's based on the new type of animation, you know, that kind of Ren and Stimpy looking stuff. Okay. But... There's a train. We're all going to board a train. Okay. We're going to, I mean, it's almost done. Kai, when I say almost done, early 2020, I think it's supposed to open. Oh, wow. We're going to board this train. We're going to go through waterfalls and overcast, but nothing, everything, you know, like you said, uh, virtual. So yeah, not really scary. Yeah. It's going to use a lot of projection, not 3D though. Yeah. Where the walls move kind of with the projections,
1: okay.
2: like bit, what is it called? Mapping when it's projection mapping.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the King Kong oh, ride Universal just put out, right?
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be more than that, oh, I think, wow. from what I wow. hear. Yeah, And they're also building it in oh. Disneyland, which kind of gives me a little bit of hope because they wouldn't already plan it there if they're not seeing that it's getting it's getting a good result out here.
1: No, no, I would so, agree and 110% so much,
2: on that. And you have so much space in that great movie ride. I really hope they utilize it well because it's got to be good. It's a Mickey ride. How could a Mickey ride in Disney not be great?
1: No, I agree 110%. Um, it's It's got to be a, a good ride because that's your marquee characters if you're Disney. Disney's marquee right? characters are Mickey and Minnie. I mean, that's that's the house that Walt built. It was built on Mickey and Minnie. So, no, I agree.
2: They, they can't mess that up. I'm really hoping they don't mess that up.
1: Well, I'm, I'm actually really excited because I knew nothing about that. Uh, my only question to you is, and I think it's going to answer itself – do you think they're going to do anything with Tower of Terror because of the fact that we're already going to get a Guardians ride at at, at uh, Epcot? Or do you think it's
2: not changing? And I really hope it doesn't. I, and I went on Galaxy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in California, and I did love it. And I know that's a ride. You are not going on.
1: No, hell no hell to the no nah, no nah. there is no there is no amount of money or beer you could you could give me to get me on that ride uh the only about the only way i would get on that ride is if there's a date with brie larson at the other end of it because there is no way in hell i'm getting on that thing
2: uh, now you know ours in florida moves forward the one in california does not
1: yeah it's, it, it, and that's the thing so i mean it was probably a very easy uh, revamp for them i would think because all they're really having to do is the video um uh end of it but i mean everybody that has ridden the attraction said it's amazing said like the queue lines and everything are amazing um all of that is great
2: But i am hoping that we keep the one here in uh here in Florida, the way it is, because I kind of like the, the Twilight Zone, Old Field yeah. Hotel kind of thing.
1: Well, Johnny actually is probably the biggest Twilight Zone fan I've ever seen. So I know he wants it to stay the same. Oh, yeah. Because he loves classic Twilight Zone and does
0: not want it to change. hundred yeah. percent.
2: Yeah. Johnny, I was telling him I, I interviewed Mark Silverman. who oh, does wow. the voice. Yeah. He's yeah. on one of my YouTube shows and let me tell you that guy he is so talented it's freaky. He did Sylvester Stallone, he did right. Al Pacino and when he does it it's not even a joke. It just sounds like that person.
0: Right, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh I've been watching Twilight Zone since I was like 10 years old. So every New Year's Eve uh sci- Sci-Fi Network would have a uh, a marathon, you know, it would go the whole day. Uh, and then, and then the whole day of New Year's Day, they'll have it playing. And I've I've probably watched the entire series, 156 episodes, probably 10 times. So a lot, a lot of times. <laughs> uh, love the show. It's it's fantastic.
2: All right, I have to I have to ask you then. What do you think of the new CBS Twilight Zone?
0: I don't have a I don't have CBS CBS Access, so I haven't seen it yet.
2: Um, God, for nine dollars a month, you can have CBS Access. I know. Actually, I, I don't like it. it. It wasn't worth it.
1: It was or was not worth it? I'm sorry you broke up on us.
2: I'm sorry. It was not. I did not like it. Well, I I watched watched
1: The first episode, and I was just kind of meh. And uh, I also – I've watched the new Star Trek a handful, and they're okay. They're not – I mean, I don't know. I'm just not – there's nothing I'm in love with. Now, when the Picard show comes, hold on to your butts because I will be all there in for the Picard (laughs) show. But, I mean, besides that, it's like – I don't know. Uh I, there's just nothing yeah, on I it agree. that really excites me.
0: Yeah, it it's it's interesting too because uh CBS, they have other programming on there too, like old shows and stuff like that. Twilight Zone's on there too, I think the original. Because um, a lot of people don't know this, but season four is actually hard to find because there was some sort of contract dispute with CBS, uh, and so you even on Netflix, you, season four is not on there. So like, and th- that's when they were doing know. the hour. They were doing the hour episodes during those times, so it was a little different formatting. Um, and it costs a lot of money to make this four-hour episode, so they they decide with the fifth season to go back to the thirty minutes. But uh, I know CBS All Access has all four, all five seasons uh, on there. So, uh, but yeah, I, I mean CBS, they have some great content already on there. It's just. I know you can get a free trial for, like, what, two month, two weeks, something like that? I think it's a month. Oh, a month. Uh, then maybe I'll try that and binge through I Twilight Zone. I told him to wait until
1: all of Picard is dropped. Right. And then get the free month so he can watch all of Picard. And, and then Twilight he Zone. can watch the Twilight Zone and then be like, all right, my month's done. See you later.
2: So. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I just didn't find it as clever as the other Twilight Zone. So, all right, good. Yeah, wait till Picard comes out and watch it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I- and I've—I mean, I've—I've I've tried. They—they—they they re, they rebooted the show back in the '90s. I didn't care much for it then. Uh, and the movie is okay. I, it's still kind of weird, um, too weird. Uh, not as clever as you would say, but I'm—I'm going to give it a chance. I'll see what it's all about.
2: No. You know, with the Disney Plus streaming service, you're going to get Star Wars content, like The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're on okay. board.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're on board with Disney Plus. that's day one for me.
1: Well, so. I'm excited because I just got the information that they're going to do a package with ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Disney Plus for fifteen dollars a month.
2: Oh, I did not know that. Yeah.
1: I just got the information on that. Uh, Allegedly. Let me say that for our lawyer so he doesn't lose his shit. Allegedly. (laughs) I've read read the same thing. Yeah. So, allegedly, that's what they're going to do. And I'm like, that's perfect because I'm getting really uh, close to being a cable cutter. And I'm like, well, if I can get all my ESPN channels and Hulu and Disney Plus for $15 a month, that's a damn steal.
2: Yeah, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. Well,. I mean, what what streaming services do you have?
2: I do have Netflix. I have HBO when Game of Thrones comes out, so I just had it. I don't know if I'll keep it now. And that's probably it. Oh, and Hulu. I do have Hulu, but you know what? I don't use it. But I love Apple TV because I can grab things when I want it. Right. That's true. So, like, you know, movies and stuff on Apple TV, I like.
1: This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by... The One Stop Guild Shop. One Stop Guild Shop is a random Dungeons & Dragons role-playing experience. You are given a random character and get to play a random one-shot.
0: Operating out of the Ritz in downtown Winterhaven, Florida, every Monday night, doors open at 6.30 p.m., gameplay starts at 7 p.m.
1: We welcome all new players and old players to the game, and we also offer tabletop games bring in your own games from home too
0: social media find them on facebook and on instagram also we offer group rates
1: so feel free to bring in your own DD groups our miniature groups and rent out table space and don't forget to tell them that the happy Happy hour with with johnny and deuce Deuce sent you this episode of the happy hour with johnny and deuce is brought to you by retro Retro game Game Treasure. treasure
0: They are delivering
1: straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What did the
0: listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy happy Hour hour with with Johnny and Deuce sent you. you.
1: Speaking of things I know Johnny likes, because I know he's chomping at the bit for this. We want to know all your stuff about Star Wars. I want to get into the nitty gritty, and I know some of the questions I'm going to ask you, you're going to kind of have to answer third party, because you told us off air, you did not go to the opening at the one at Disneyland. You had one of your compatriots go, correct? Correct.
2: Correct. I just I knew that we were going to get it in August and I didn't want to pay for the air in the hotel, So I sent somebody to cover it for us. But I did like talk to them in depth and I did see the videos, even a lot of stuff. And I did get to see the one here under construction. So I have a pretty good working knowledge. Of what's going on there.
1: Well, my biggest question and the one I've got out the gate is you what do you know about the big dark ride that's coming the rise of the empire because i don't think anybody has seen it i don't think i've even seen any kind of uh art or any kind of you know uh what do they call those display pieces where they're like hey this is concept yeah Yeah. i haven't even seen concept art of it so and it's opening in a couple months and that's the reason why i'm like uh what's going on guys
2: yep I do have stuff that you'll see. I'll I'll send you some links from the channel so that from BigFatPanda.com that you could see. But here's what I know. I am most excited about that ride. I do think it's going to be an epic dark ride. I think it's going to blow away the Millennium Falcon Smugglers run, which in all honesty, looks like a great ride to me, but a really good video game ride. And I say that lovingly, I do, but I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. But I heard from the Imagineers that grown men will cry on Rise of the Resistance. Just for the sheer scope uh, of what it is. It is a trackless ride, so it's one of those vehicles, I think it either fits eight or 12. I did see the vehicle itself. There's a droid in front of the vehicle. You are going to, the, the whole attraction is supposed to be about 28 minutes. That doesn't mean you're on the ride for 28 minutes, the whole experience. I'm assuming the ride is still long, maybe 12, 13 minutes. You're going to see huge sets, really huge indoor sets. They're going to put a little bit of projection behind them. So it looks even bigger. But I'm talking, I heard like 50 animatronic stormtroopers. Wow. There is a oh. part where there are two full size adats that are moving. You do go up on an elevator. You will see Kylo Ren animatronic. You will see a Daisy Ridley animatronic. Uh, it's supposed to be a really good, you know, first order battle. Uh, at some point, I think you're even ushered from one scene to the next, like in fast fashion that they're trying to figure out how are disabled people going to handle, uh, you know, they have a way to do it, of course, but we're thinking how they, cause they're going to be like, come on, come on, go, go. So I think it's going to be pretty incredible. And, uh, from what I'm hearing, what I usually I have these imagineering friends that they never give anything away, but they'll just look at me with their eyes and I'll know, you know, expect something good. And they're all freaking out over this, like, wait till you see it.
1: So you will be in a ride vehicle riding along.
2: Yep. Yep. Definitely. The building is gigantic. If you look from up above uh, when a drone takes a picture, you could re- realize how much there is for this car to go through, even with huge sets.
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm really amazed. I'm actually interested at the time you told me because I had heard a run time of almost 30 to 40 minutes, which I thought would mean 20 minutes of cue and then 20 minutes of ride. That was kind of what I had in my mind. But you, 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 brother, you are the man when it comes to this and you've got the finger on the pulse. So I believe your story way more than I believe mine.
2: I think it's a 12 to 14 minute ride, but the rest of the experience probably will bring it to 28 minutes to a half hour. And I heard it's going to be something that people want to repeat, obviously.
1: Now, I guess my next question would be, do you think there are parts of it that will change each time? Like, you know how when you go on Star Tours, it changes every time now. So it kind of mixes it up. Do you think there will be any elements like that or you think it's going to be the same experience every time?
2: My prediction is it's going to be pretty much the same because it's not screen based. Okay. So I don't know how they change it too much. I do believe you're going to have, you know, you're going to meet up with Kylo Ren and you're going to he's going to probably force push the vehicle somewhere with you on it. Uh, so I don't know how they can change that too much. It really would be nice if they can do that. But uh, I think the sets are there and they're, we're going to go through them. I don't think there's going to be too much change from one to the other.
1: Well, uh, either way, I'm super excited about it. And you're right. That push, fu- that force push is probably what's going to make me do the drop, which is going to make me hate Kylo Ren even more than I do already. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, yeah I
2: think it's going to be a bad, drop, but I know there's two floors in that building. So this building is gigantic. The fact that you are going up on an elevator to a second floor is, is just how long this ride's going to be. Yeah. But I don't think the drop down is going to be, uh, you know, something frantic, but I think you're going to feel a little bit of a drop.
1: Well, I'm, I, in my mind, I'm kind of thinking like Pirates of the Caribbean, like a small drop, you know, be, just because of the fact that there's going to be kids riding it. So I know they don't want it to be too crazy because they don't want to scare the little kids.
2: Correct. I do believe that, too. Johnny, you know all about the build-your-own lightsaber, the, oh, the build-your-own droid.
0: Oh, yeah. It looks awesome. It looks like – so my just, – just a quick – because – you can't see our whole studio, but it's pretty much Star Wars everywhere, uh, except for where... Just told just told yeah, yeah, I yeah, told yeah. him why you were so, going about it. Anyways, I've been a fan for a long time yeah. since... I think my parents, actually, when I was little, I, they t- I was in the audience when uh, Return of the Jedi, when they would see Return of the Jedi. So, like, even through osmosis, I was already getting Star Wars love at, that, at a young age. So, uh, lo- love it. Lightsabers is interesting for me because... I've been, you know, they've had those toy lightsabers forever. The ones where you know you could swat you know, it fling out the lightsaber, uh, and then there's been Probably. variations, the FX ones, which are really nice uh, that uh, that look more, you know, uh, studio realistic. Uh, so I've kind of done my homework on a lot of the ones, but this, I don't. Have you seen the video f- Deuce for the? Yeah, lightsab- I saw the guy oh, that man. bought like
1: a four hundred dollar lightsaber that he put together. I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, like
0: they, it's there's a lot, and yeah. I like the video you have on your page too. Uh, it, it shows like the the way you twist it to lock it into place and like all the different little be- things you can add to it and yeah. have, I think that's really a cool experience
2: Well, the guy that covered it for me, Matt, he came back and brought me his, and just the feeling of it, the weight, and taking out the kyber crystal, and seeing what it does, and hearing it move, and then I found out, did you find out about the black kyber crystal yet? No, no. There's a rare one in a hundred, or one in three hundred, nobody seems to know, rare black kyber crystal. So if you go to buy a red one, there's a chance you're going to get a black one. It'll still shine red, but it'll do things and say things, and it's a it's just amazing because you can't really tell if you're getting it or not. But uh, the, the feeling of this thing was just great. And I, I I'm not a, I'm a good Star Wars fan, not huge. I'm becoming a huge Star Wars fan, and I want this lightsaber. I will spend the money on this because what's the, what's designs the starting
0: price on those do you know?
2: i think it's 199 i think 200 is the starting oh, and that's okay. to do the whole experience oh, okay. in the savi's lightsaber uh you know creation thing uh and then you could buy extra kyber crystals i keep wanting to say cyber uh, <laughs> for like 13 dollars there's also a white one, a yellow one, some crazy stuff.
1: Well, I'm not going to lie. That's pretty cool. The building. Free, yeah. The, if the crystals are only $13 a pop, that's great. Because, I mean, hell, you could get every color and probably not even spend $100. And then you just it, you could always change the color on it.
2: Yeah. And then I didn't know what those holocron things were. Is that a thing in Star Wars? I've seen the movies. I don't yes. remember holocrons.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what movie more, is a holog- I don't know if it was in the movies as much as the expanded universe. I'm actually right now – I've gotten the Star Wars bug again just like you because of the Star Wars land. So uh, Disney had a show called Star Wars Rebels, which was set – Yes, I like I, that. Oh, I'm just now starting. I'm, I'm almost done with season one. I've got Netflix sending me the disc and – uh, okay, good. that's my goal this summer is to get through the whole series because I'm really falling in love with it.
2: It's really good, yeah. And anyway, the Holocron, when you put the Kyber Crystal in it, each one has different sayings, and you hear like the Sith Lord, you know, like, use your anger. And it's really cool that each, you know, Crystal. So I'm like, oh, something else I got to buy now.
1: Yeah. Oh, trust me, it's Disney, bro. They're going to figure out a way to get every penny out of you.
2: They do. They, re- they really, you know, visiting this place, I'm telling you, you got to go armed with like 500 bucks at least. Oh, yeah. If, if you can.
0: Absolutely. And I also want to ask you about the uh, – the, uh, the the there's like a shopping area and then there's like a cantina area and like a oh,
2: little
1: we gotta get down on the cantina. You know you know the happy yes. hour Johnny okay, and so Deuce no, has no, many no. questions about the cantina.
2: You should actually do a podcast from the canteen. We should. That would be we can go, figure it out. Let's do awesome. it. I'm in.
1: Yeah. That'd be cool. I would totally do that I because want I want to try all the beers because word on the street, and you might be able to back me up on this, I have heard Disney reached out to local microbreweries and every beer is supposed to be from a different local microbrewery.
2: I don't know if it's a different one, but I know there's a brewery in Miami that you can visit. As a matter of fact, I don't have the name, but we should get the name. We should go visit that brewery. And they tell you that if you ordered, you know, whatever it is, the Jedi, whatever, it's really this from their microbrewery. Oh, cool. So, yeah, they're all coming from Miami. And I heard they're great. I can find you the name of the brewery. I'm wondering yeah. if it's MIA. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, on the menu in the brewery in Miami, right. they now tell you this is uh you know galaxy's edge ipa oh wow so that's pretty cool
1: that's no cool. that's awesome because uh another uh blogger who, i see most of his stuff on facebook personally who goes to all the disney events he went to disneyland to see it and i i god bless him i jumped his ass a little bit because he took a picture of the menu and he got all the specialty cocktails but he didn't get the beer and i'm like bro so he the beer, bra. So he was like, "Oh, I didn't even think about that." And I'm like, "Come on, man! Come on, you dropped the the side of
2: the angel. Yeah, right, no, actually, it was, it so- it was underneath
1: <laughs> it because, like, the last picture he got like one or two. And I'm like, "Why didn't you just move down the menu like another couple inches and get them all?" And he's like, "Oh, I didn't even think about it." I'm like, "Bra, fail, <laughs> epic fail."
2: so you know about the dj in there right if you remember the old uh star tours yeah remember paul rubens Wee herman's voice yep. came out of rex yeah mm-hmm. okay so he's now the dj and it is still paul rubens Wee herman's voice nice doing the dj and nice. it's pretty cool that's he makes awesome. a lot of references to star tours too that's oh great. that's awesome that's now awesome. does
1: he play the cantina song from uh new hope he does. That's awesome. And, and it that
2: took me a awesome. long time to find it on there, but he does. It's actually on my Olga Cantina video. You hear the old, you know, dun 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 dun, dun, dun yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Also,
2: awesome. some of the drinks, I only want to have some of the fufu drinks because they come in Rancor Teeth. It's literally a Rancor Tooth. Now,
1: and can you buy the Rancor Tooth to take you home?
2: Take, I think it, it comes with the drink. You get to keep it.
1: Oh That's wow. Awesome. Well that also means a drink now is gonna be twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so. I
2: think a drink like eighteen bucks, yeah. 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 There's one drink there's one drink I heard is seventy five dollars. Wow. And I could only I, it might be a, it might be a, a flight of something and you get to keep all the pieces. Yeah. Right. But uh there's some, you know, they're going they're going for broke over there. Yeah. They are. And oh. I'm not mad
1: at them because like this was the one thing where I was like take my money cuz and I I'm not trying to knock Disney in any way shape or form. We love Disney. Uh, we're big fans. They just didn't have anything lately that's been really wanting me to go. Now, I go every year to food and wine, I see the concerts, I drink around the world, but ride-wise, I was just kind of like, "Eh, uh, there hadn't been really yeah. anything to excite me, and Universal was really exciting me with all their new stuff. And then Disney said, "Oh, we're going to do Guardians of the Galaxy." Oh, and also now we're doing Star Wars Land. I'm like, I'm in. Take my money. <laughs> so
2: yeah, they, they got they got the message. Let me tell you, Universal doing what they're doing is helping Disney a lot as far as us fans. Because they're 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 up in the game and they know they have to update. So I think I think it's good I think the battles are great. That's exactly what we need.
1: Well, and I don't know if you're a big wrestling fan or not. We're huge wrestling fans and talk about wrestling a lot, but to me it reminds me of the Monday Night Wars when WCW was going against WWF because there was so much competition, it made everybody raise their game up. Mm-hmm. And I feel that like that's what Universal and Disney's doing. Now, Disney's gonna have to watch her ass because Universal's about to start dropping all the Nintendo stuff, and that, I think, is going to be the game changer.
2: That's going to be pretty cool, yeah. I saw a piece of uh, a plan for the – what is it? Who's the the Donkey Kong Country Coaster? Yeah. Yeah. And it jumps the track – just like the game, and I saw the mechanism by which it's really never jumping a track. The track is under, the real track is under the fake track, but it looks amazing. It will scare the heck out of you while you're on it, but it looks <laughs> like you're jumping the track. Well that's, I, that's pretty cool. I'm really interested
1: to see the things that are going on. I know a couple behind-the-scenes things that I will not mention on the podcast, but uh, knowing the things that I've seen and heard, I think when they open the new park, I think that's going to be a game changer. When Universal breaks ground and gets that up and running and going.
2: Yeah, I, I have not heard of the theming for the new park I have to be honest with you I, so you got to tell me later you know what the rumor might be if you don't want to drop a rumor but I'm curious as to what they're thinking yeah
1: off, off I, air, really I, can, I cool. can tell you I can tell you a couple things off air the legal department will okay. will, will he will set his hair on fire if I start dropping this kind <laughs> <Okay>. of humor <laughs> uh, rumor and innuendo gimmicks he right. will uh, he will just be having a come apart when he listens to our episode to see okay what do I have to worry about that the boys did this week so I will tell <laughs> You that off air
2: i totally respect that you don't do a lot of the rumor stuff because that's the way i am sometimes i mention it but i, I don't like to dabble in it because some people make stuff up just to get the the listens and the clicks and it's all i hate that it,
1: and it's all clickbait in my opinion because it's all rumor and innuendo and the thing is some of these people that you hear things from are not from inside the business it's third hand it's it's you know it's not uh, if unless it's coming from the horse's mouth i don't want to talk about it on air and we to be honest this is the first time we've actually done anything theme park related so you my friend now we're almost to 400 episodes get to be our first guest ever to come talk to us about theme come parks on. and i am, i am literally and i told you this before it is an honor and a privilege to have you on our show
2: Oh, thank you so much, Let's revisit this when we when uh, August Cantina opens. Let's go do an episode there. Oh, That'd hell awesome. yeah, we
1: could totally yeah. do that. I don't. I'm sure Disney is going to love it when we try to walk in with a soundboard and like four mics. They're probably going to be like, nope, nope.
2: <laughs> you listen, you'd be surprised. I did a documentary, and the stuff that they got in there, I was shocked. Meaning, not me. Somebody who was doing a documentary on Disney people. I was shocked with what got in and it was legal they said it was all right nobody said anything well we actually
1: get back to oh go, go ahead. ahead i'm sorry no i was gonna say we had a buddy of ours what was his Phillip name philip young F- philip young and he did a documentary called the dark side of disney and we worked with him and we actually had the oh. premiere in orlando and it to me it was shocking the amount of video footage they got inside the park and the stuff they got away with because i was like damn dude are you worried because you're like they premiered the movie at I think it was D twenty, not at the actual event, but like at an outside venue. And I'm like, you're premiering this right, like right. right in their door right in their front yard. And then he did the Orlando premiere at the Old Gods and Monsters. And I'm like, are you at all worried that anybody from Disney Legal is just going to show up and give you a season and assist and be like, yeah, uh, this movie you need to shelve it, like you know? And he's like, hey, it is what it is. If they do that, it's free publicity for me. And I'm like damn, I didn't even think about that. So he was like, bring it. So I was like, that that's a ballsy way to be a filmmaker, but like, I dig it.
2: Johnny, I was going to say, getting back to uh, Galaxy's Edge, I thought that the building of the droid stuff was basically for kids, but then I saw they have personality chips to put in them. Yep. And that's pretty cool. That is neat. That makes me want to build my own droid now and put a personality chip in them.
1: Yeah. Now I did have one question for you about the droids. How big are the droids?
2: I'm gonna say a foot and a half, and I'm yeah. guessing that. Yeah. yeah but they're yeah. pretty big. Yeah. Well,
1: I like the, like you were saying earlier, about putting the chips in with the personality because we were talking about Rebels. They have this droid on the ship named Chopper. That droid's a sociopath. Like, I swear, I think he's trying to kill them half the time. So, like, I would love to get the Chopper chip and put it in my droid because he is a nightmare.
2: I I know there is one that's, like, uh, Rowdy. And that might be that chip. I don't know. Right. There's, there's, there's kind. There's you know, dramatic. There's rowdy. And there's, there's some good. There might even be a drunk chip. Oh, that, that's on. the
1: one I want. I want the drunk droid. <laughs> that 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 is totally. If they do make a drunk trip, a trip, I will buy one for the happy hour with Johnny Induced Studio just so we can have a drunk droid running around. And that can be our new mascot until Disney tries to hit us with a cease and assist.
2: (laughs) They also have a Rex that's a, uh, a Bluetooth speaker, but he also makes his own comments every now and then. So if you just wanted a nice Bluetooth speaker in the studio, this DJ Rex is there. But then all of a sudden you'll just hear him talk. And talk about Star Tours and reminisce about things and talk about his girlfriend. It's pretty amazing. That's awesome. That That is cool. I mean, I'm always
0: yeah. – my wife, she's God like – God bless her. Yeah, God bless her because it's like I'm always wanting to add more stuff to the studio. It's Star Wars related. Yeah. Uh, but – yeah, I mean, I've been collecting since I was five years old. So so he's I, got
1: like toys everywhere, and yep. God bless her, she's the one that put everything up. Yeah, and I got him a bunch of stuff uh, mm-hmm. from the movie theater, like when the new movies came out, like yep. movie posters and stuff. So I got him hooked up with that. But yep. she, y- your wife's a saint,
0: bro. Yeah, hands down. She's this a, show would not run without brandy. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. yeah. So Star Wars. I always tell people if I because uh, I usually go in order of like my I have my three favorite fandoms. Star Wars is number one. Twilight Zone's number two. And a close second, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Twilight Zone's very high on my list. Uh, and then James Bond films. I'm a huge James Bond uh, aficionado, so I, I love all the films. Uh, and uh, those are my top three fandoms. Uh, and, of course, Star Trek would be in there, too. Um, as maybe four. Nintendo fandom's number five, because so, I love Nintendo
2: since this is not just a Disney podcast, but this is related, I need to ask: sure. Are you guys familiar with the Dark Crystal? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Okay. Did you see the trailer for the Netflix Dark Crystal? Yes. It, it looks
0: nuts. It looks insane. Like, uh, how? I mean, it, it, it looks great. Okay.
2: I'm a big fan from when I was a kid. I remember my dad took me to this movie. We had no idea. I, might, I don't even know how old I was. I might have been eight. We had no idea what to expect. And I remember leaving thinking puppets were awesome. The Dark Crystal was awesome. The whole fantasy world I believed in. And now when I went to go watch this trailer from Netflix, I thought they're going to mess this up because people today aren't going to be into puppets. When I watched that trailer, I couldn't have been more thrilled. And now there's a video game. Yep. Coming from the E three uh dark crystal. So I'm just I'm just thrilled with all this stuff. But if your kids don't know who's got the nine year old and the six year old?
1: I do. that would be Johnny. Yeah.
2: Okay. Johnny, if they don't know the original Dark Crystal, please one day for me sit them down in front of the TV and say, "Just watch this. It is yep. so good." We'll do. Yeah,
0: I, and for me when I was a kid, I, I, there was a little bit of a intense factor for me. I remember being like, a "Yeah, t- that movie's a
1: little intense for yeah. a Jim Henson movie." Yeah, that
0: and La- the labyrinth the same, too. Yeah, just scary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the skins or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So even, yeah, Labyrinth is, a Labyrinth good, is another, another good one. movie, Jim too. Jim Henson movie yeah, that, was that was also, was little, like, very yeah.
1: scary but also really lighthearted and good. But it was one of those that I remember. Now, John, you just brought up because you saw the E3 trailer for the game. Are you a gamer yourself?
2: For the most part, yeah, and you know what's funny? I like I'm the anti-war game person. Right. I need fantasy games. Okay. Like tomorrow they're coming out with a new Leisure Suit Larry game, and oh, I just nice. can't believe that. <laughs> Brand new hand drawn, just like the old ones, but I like all that kind of stuff. I but okay, here I'm going to show you a part of me that is going to be funny to you. I can play Animal Crossing like no one else. It is a relaxing game to me. I like to deliver clothes to the other animal across the way, and I don't know why. So I can't wait for the new one, which is now delayed. Luigi's Mansion is my is my thing. So
1: nice, and you got to be excited about the Luigi's Mansion Three. Like, yep,
2: but I did like God of War too. So
1: well everybody's got those games like I'm a big like first person shooter guy like I love shooters but then every once in a while there'll be a weird game like that that's like not in my wheelhouse that I find and I'm like I just really like this I don't know why but it's something that I wouldn't normally play but I just really enjoy this
2: Like, I did finish Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, nice.
1: Well, as a Disney fan, you kind of have to. I mean, those are almost required gaming if you're a Disney fan.
2: They are,
0: definitely. Yeah. Um, What do you
2: play, John?
0: Yeah, so I'll tell you what I'm playing right now. Um, I'm playing uh, Diablo 3 on PS4, the Eternal Collection. Uh, I'm I'm an old-school RPG, action RPG guy, so I played Diablo 1 and 2 back in the day. Uh, I'm also an RTS fan like Starcraft and stuff like that so um, so I like XCOM 2 and all those games those are really fun um, I'm also playing well Deuce has got me um, uh, Days Gone Days Gone yeah. to play which is a PS4 exclusive oh thing that looks really game. good it, yeah. uh, it is amazing if you've not played it it
1: is a, it is the best Walking Dead game that has ever been made that's what I've been hearing yeah because, yeah, because basically it's Walking Dead meets Sons of Anarchy and it's amazing okay. it's got a great story I like it because it has a very large open world map so you're always kind of riding how around how hard is it? Well, uh, it's not crazy how hard, hard. Um, there was only one really hard part and that's when you have to fight this giant horde of zombies and thankfully... The the one mission I had where I was gonna have to fight the horde, it was a side mission, so I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna skip it. <laughs> and then I came back later because they make you go back to that place again because there's something you need from there. And I just got lucky as hell and the game glitched, and like I was able to kind of kill them all pretty easy and like just slowly kill them instead of taking them on as a horde. Because the horde I shit you not was a hundred zombies. So it was like there's no way you're gonna do it by yourself, but it is so cool that the PlayStation could render a hundred character models swarming you.
2: See, I'm not really good, so I have to like level up a lot so that I can just flail my arms and kill things. Oh yeah. Or watch a YouTube video on on how do you you know watch somebody who really knows what they're doing. And say, listen, you got to do this, this, and this.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, I'm right there, I need there with less you, man.
2: Strategy.
0: Yeah, we're we're big uh, we're big gamers um, and 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 even in the studio alone we have 15 consoles uh, all classic systems uh, you know wow. all the Super Nintendo Nintendo uh, Sega Genesis Sega Saturn Sega Dreamcast PlayStation one 2 3 PlayStation 4 uh, we also have um, all the Xboxes, Xboxes exactly. uh, and Xbox one we have a Wii a Wii U we have a Nintendo switch so yeah I've I'm yeah, we love yeah, games. We love games. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and that's okay, one the- okay.
2: So then you can answer, you can answer me this: Was PS Five announced or no? Okay, mm.
0: so it was not a, There was no p. There was no PlayStation conference at E three. They skipped this year. Yeah, okay. so they're gonna have their what they call their PlayStation Experience, which is their own self branded conference. Uh, that'll probably be in a couple months, um, and they usually try to time it either before or after the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, and so, like, because Tokyo likes to put Tokyo. Obviously, has a big relationship with Nintendo and Sony, so uh, that that's something they like to announce things. They did announce they're working on it. That's the only thing they said. They said, it's in the process. We are working on it. It'll be powerful... That's pretty much all they said. They didn't actually give us any specs or anything like that. Uh, so it is, I assume, next E3, they announced the price and release date that year. So I think 2020 we're getting okay. uh, PS5. Uh, and, uh, I think uh a new Xbox. Xbox. Um, is yeah, 2020. Yeah, the Xbox, the Scarlet, which they're dubbing uh, Xbox 2, um, is uh, going to be coming out in 2020 as well. So it next year is going to be a pretty big
2: year for consoles. Uh, Nintendo is... I'm, I'm so glad that's consoles are still going strong. Yeah, Nintendo needs to up to... I mean, the Switch is great. I'm shocked at how good it is, but I know it's not powerful.
0: Well, it, it's all it's all perspective, really. I guess Nintendo knows what they can make on their consoles, so every game that they they make, especially first party, it runs just as good as if any, anything you'd see on PlayStation right, or yeah. Xbox. So any of the, the first party titles, like Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros., all the because they had that Nintendo seal of approval they used to do back in the day. Well, it really means a lot today. So, and they've sold like insane amount of numbers already in such a short period of time. So insane. Yeah, it's like almost thirty million co- it's units.
2: Yeah, this, I go to the Switch more than anything, and I am i can't believe that. And what's funny is, like, my nieces and nephews for young, I'm telling them that I've never played with it portable. I'm only playing with it on the TV. And my nieces and nephews are like, we've never played with it on the TV. We've only <laughs> played with it. Port- and I'm like, I can't believe that the same system is two different things to, to different generations.
0: Well, I think yeah. it's great because Nintendo understood, you know, they had the 3DS line for a long time, and then they had, like – the, the Wii sold like gangbusters, but the Wii U was didn't do so well. So they were like, hey, let's bridge the gap. Um, you could take it on the go, pick it up and play. Uh, you automatically have two controllers on every system. Um, and then you, know, you could dock it if you want to have parties and stuff like that. You can do that as well. Uh, and I, I think it's a great system. Uh, I actually love it for the indie titles and, and the RPGs that they have. I'm a huge RPG nut. So I'm playing actually right now the Tales of Vesperia uh, remastered so it's a game that came out back on GameCube uh, back in 05 they remastered it for PlayStation and for Switch but uh yeah I just I, I love Nintendo uh, uh So when the the Universal Park, the Nintendo Park comes out, I'm going to be there day one, hopefully. Uh, And uh, I just, I love all things. And my son's super big in Nintendo too. Oh yeah. So he loves Kirby and and Zelda and all those. You know, he loves they all. My daughter is six, and my my son is nine, and we all three play Smash Brothers all the time. It's awesome.
2: (laughs) It's a cool family bonding. Let me tell you that game. I that game they pummel me. I'm really upset with Smash Brothers right now. (laughs) I can't beat anybody. I'm really stupid with that game.
0: Yeah, it just takes a lot of practice and repetition and stuff like that uh, and also depends on if you want to play with items on or off that can change the whole dynamic of the game uh, so yeah I mean it, it's really fun you unlock stuff every time you play it's just it, it's a really good game play loop uh, and uh, that's kind of like for me that's that's a game I, I keep going back to just just to play and get a few hours in, and uh, but yeah, I'm I'm be, I'm tossing. I mean, I'm literally going from Xbox One to Switch to PS4 almost daily. So it's uh, I go between all three consoles. They all give me something else that I want. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I
2: can't decide on just one. I need them all just in case. <laughs> especially like especially the game. Well, it's another game I like Pokemon video game. <laughs> Switch. I can't wait for the new ones to come out because I like that stuff. <laughs>
0: yep, That's awesome. Yeah. So we, we definitely love gaming. Um, that's something that uh, Deuce and I always kind of, you know, talk about like born with a comic book in on one hand, born with a video game control in the other. So that's kind of like what we, we always okay, like. So, yeah.
2: Lastly, just to make sure we don't miss it in, in uh, Galaxy's Edge. I almost said Star Wars Land. Galaxy's yeah. Edge. You know, on the app, you have like five or six different things which are kind of video game like to, to interact with the land. And I could see going there and not riding an attraction and just playing with the app where you get to go things and make them either, uh, what is it, the, the light or the dark side and switch things while other people are also trying to do it. There'll be a door with that arabesque writing on it, and you with the, uh, a, a crate. And there's a little symbol on it. You go scan that symbol and it shows you what's in the crate on the app. Oh, cool. If you hear something, you can hear aliens talking behind a door. Get there with your app and your app will decipher and give you the words that they're saying. That's cool. That's pretty cool. So there's a lot of different. You can open certain things and know interact absolutely there
1: there was definitely before we wrap up with you one question i want to ask you they were talking about the star wars hotel and how it's almost going to be like a larp like a live action role-playing experience and they were saying that there were going to be people in the star wars land basically like live action role-playing like they were going to be in character they might give you missions they might tell you different things to do have you heard anything more about
2: that Yes, I've I've definitely seen them in the land. Uh, There's one character, I think she's a a rebel and she's looking around for different things and talking to the people and trying not to get caught by uh, the Empire. But the hotel, the way it's described to me is it's like a cruise. I don't know if it's two nights or three nights, but you're not going there to sleep going to say, hey, I want to go to Disney for three days. I guess I'll stay at the Star Wars hotel. It's a destination unto itself. Right. You're going to be paying for your meals, the experience. And it's kind of like everybody's in your group and checking in on Monday and checking out Wednesday or checking in Wednesday and checking out Sunday. I think it's a specific story that unfolds. Uh, that if you want to go and use your cell phone, maybe you have a safe room. I don't know how they're going to figure that out because it's supposed to be completely immersive wow Uh, i'm hearing it's not i'm hearing it's not inexpensive it doesn't look too big either it looks like it's probably got 67 rooms i think uh i cannot wait you can be in a costume and i think you get a backstory too like your character gets a backstory i don't know how much we get to choose or how much is given to us right
1: Well, I'm very interested about that, but it also leads me to understand because I know they've got a lot of rules about cosplay in the park. They've got rules about even if you buy like Jedi robes and things at the park, you're not allowed to wear them while you're walking around. And I think a lot of that's going to have to do with so they can tell who's doing these LARPing experiences and who's just regular guests.
2: Yeah, my guess, too, is that that might evolve. I'm thinking they're going to relax a few of those rules and figure out a happy medium. But yeah, they don't want. Yeah. Pe- you know, Sometimes I'm wearing a panda shirt and people will come up to me in the park to take a picture, especially Japanese ladies. They just like pandas and they think I'm a character or something in the park. And, you know, I can understand that in a, on a bigger level, Disney doesn't want you to think that, you know, this person is. From their universe, if it's not. Right. But I'm sure they have to relax some of that because people do want to cosplay and stuff
1: and you know and i and i also think and i mean i understand disney's got the rules and they've got the reasons but like let the fans enjoy this like these are the people that are paying their hard-earned money to come and see this these are the people that are are basically gonna you know pay for all this stuff let them have fun now don't get me wrong i definitely think you need rules i don't want it to be the wild wild west over there but i mean I, i'm hoping that you're right i'm hoping they relax at some because i've already got some cosplay friends that were like man we really wanted to go and do photo Photo shoots and do this and that in our cosplays, but they're just you know they're stonewalling us. And I said, well, you know, give it time. I, I think, and I think this, in my humble opinion, I think this Galaxy's Edge is going to be their hardest learning curve ever just because of the fact that it's going to get so many people and so many people want different things there's people that just want to go and drink and there's people that want to get to go ride the rides and there's cosplayers that want to get pictures taken and there's people that want to larp and role play in the area and you're they're gonna have to figure that all out and make it all work and i and god bless them my hat's off to them because i don't think it's going to be an easy road to hoe for them
2: And right now we're not seeing it as crowded as it could be because of the reservation system. So it really hasn't been tested with regular guests. I think it's the end of like June 28th or something. It just becomes open to everyone. That's when the real test will will come out.
1: Now, are they going to do the same thing here in August with the the Galaxy's Edge? Is it going to be reservation only for the first few months until they are – have they decided what they're going to
2: do or – there is, there's no reservation system here. I really don't know how they're going to handle it. I know there's more space here.
1: Yeah, there's way more space to,
2: here. Or if they wanted to make a line and control people going in and, like, for every 100 to come out, send a 100 in, they could do it. Whereas in California, they might not have that room, but there's no reservation system here. When it's open, it's open here.
1: Well, that's good because I had heard a rumor about, like, a four-hour – you could only be in the land for four hours um, – and I um, didn't know And that's if-
2: there in California.
1: Oh, that's in California. OK, that's not here. OK, right, perfect. But that, that
2: doesn't mean they, they, they may institute that here. I don't know that they will, but they might.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, they might give you a wristband that says, hey, listen, in four hours, you got to you got to come out.
1: Yeah and and it to some degree that is a little bit fair because everybody kind of wants to get in there and you want everybody to get a turn but also if i paid all that money and i want to stay at star wars land all day that should or excuse me galaxy's edge all day uh that should be my prerogative too so i think there's some they're they're going to have to figure out a happy medium on that one
2: I can see them putting out an APB. Johnny has not come out. Check every rock. Yeah. Deuce is on the (laughs) loose of the (laughs) cantina.
1: That is his 16th (laughs) rank or tooth beer. Uh, He he is currently spinning the tables with Rex himself. Uh, Somebody, we got to get the whole stormtrooper army out here to get him down. (laughs) You still there, buddy? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Oh, perfect, perfect. Well, tell all of our fans how they can find you and they how they can find all your amazing videos.
2: Uh, thank you. BigFatPanda.com connects right to the YouTube channel, which is Big Fat Panda. It's funny. It's a, it's a reference from DreamWorks from Kung Fu Panda rather than Disney. But uh, maybe one day Disney will buy them and I don't have to worry about it anymore. There you go. Uh, and that's really where to find uh, – Big Fat Panda Show on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You could find me that way too. Facebook, I did start a group called Pandemonium. It's a little bit more personal. I say things there that I normally wouldn't see on the public Facebook but that's it thank you very much guys this was a lot of fun we i hope when uh, star wars opens up we do something else we do it again oh yeah well, that'd i'd be love awesome. to and yeah, yeah. brother
1: we have an open door policy here on the show anytime you want to come back on you've got anything you want to promote you've got me on facebook so just hit me up and we'd love to have you on man you've been an amazing guest thank you so much for your time
2: thank you so much let's try to do something in the cantina when it opens hell Absolutely, yeah. 100%. yeah you don't
1: have to twist my arm on that one buddy <laughs> that is not a hard sell <laughs>
2: Thank you very much, guys. I'll see you soon. All right. Have a good one. Hang on. I want to talk to him afterwards.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, Real quick, where you can find us, you can find us at Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show. Also, uh, you can go there and check out our ad for Doom Broski's games and comics. Uh, Go check it out. You can find the ad. It will get you 10% off. You can either print it out or show it on your phone to Ryan. So just go uh, bring it to him and show it to him. And that's at Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show. Also, you can find us at SoundCloud.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast. Hit us up on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show. And also, we're going to... Uh, also don't forget to uh, send us your emails for buck the mega buck uh you can send those to us at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com just put ask the buck in the subject line actually I, I, i'm sorry uh, panda because i heard you there real quick do you have a twitter you want
2: to plug as well Although, I was going to say, I'm going to go follow you on Twitter now. Oh,
1: Oh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so, so much. Uh, And and thank you guys for listening. It's been awesome having this amazing guest on. And, of course, as you know, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one. There's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy Happy Hour Podcast. podcast, Hashtag HH Podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces on on the loose. Loose. Later.